Welcome to the Millennial Lawyer Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Bald, AKA the Content King. Now, millennials have been known to shake up any industry they touch, and the legal field is really no different. With the market oversaturated with attorneys and more and more millennials continuing to enter the workforce, I wanted to create this podcast to explore the traditional and not so traditional career paths taken by millennial lawyers. Welcome back to the Millennial Lawyer Podcast. I am your co-host, Brad Bald, alongside Brendan Bald. And on today's episode, we debate and discuss the benefits, as well as the negatives, of playing college sports. That's right. The pros and cons of playing college sports. First, before we go to the pros and cons, Brad and I both played college basketball, so we're speaking from experience. We both spent some time playing sports in college, and we also spent some time not playing sports in college, so we've seen both sides. We're going to start off with the pros, and I think this is pretty right on the money with where we are now with the NCAA basketball tournament going on, so we're kind of relevant here. The pros, Brad, give me one pro. What's a good thing about playing college sports? The first thing that comes to mind is camaraderie, building those friendships in the locker room and on other sports teams, to be honest. You develop an immediate friend group. Say you're going on the basketball team, you're automatically going to be connected with the swim team, the volleyball team, the soccer team, all through the study groups. You automatically have that close-knit friend group. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, can, I always tell people this. When I look back at my experience playing basketball at the University of Vermont, the best thing about my experience was probably the friends I got out of it. I became really close friends with a lot of people in the athletic department. I call some of my best friends members of the swim team, members of the lacrosse team, the basketball team, the women's basketball team. Made such great friends. It's almost like a small fraternity. You already have your friends. You're rooming with your teammates. You spend so much time with them. And that's an added pro that not a lot of people talk about. Not even just during your four years in college, but after. I mean, you still talk to all your close friends. Yeah, we're all in a group text. We, we hang out as much as we can. You know, we have big reunions several times a year. Another pro to playing is, is I think, and, and most people know this one, is recognition. It's you, the good thing is people know you, especially if you play a sport like basketball, football, hockey, or any kind of sport that's big at that school. People know you, and that feels good. I mean, it, it being recognized now, you know, you don't get special treatment. I'm not saying you get special treatment, but, you know, walking around campus, people recognize you. Say, hey, good game. Hey, good luck this upcoming season. People, when you're out in the town, a small town, people in restaurants, people come up to me, they know you. That feels good. You're almost like a little celebrity. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like a mini celebrity on campus. Yeah. And obviously that changes with what school you go to. You know, if you're a, a basketball player at Duke or UNC or Michigan State, then obviously you're going to have you know, a little bit more of that experience than you are at a smaller school like University of Vermont or UMBC or, or any of those schools. But it does exist on a smaller scale, and that does feel good. So that is cool. That is definitely a pro to playing college sports is the recognition. Uh, Brad, what's another one? And then on the next topic, connections. The connections that you make during your collegiate career as well as after your collegiate career, just from that alumni base. I mean, you know, you graduate college and you already have this automatic connections that you can reach out to via LinkedIn, via your coaching staff, via other sports programs that people see that you graduated, you know, for instance, University of Vermont, another colleague that may be at a a business that you want to get hired in, you know, that could be a law firm, that could be, you know, an IT staffing firm, you name it. 
they have opportunities out there for fellow alumni and it just gives you that in automatically without having to go through the resume and the building process as you know your normal person has to. Yeah, and a lot of your your biggest fans while you're in college is likely the alumni. And if you utilize those contacts and those connections, you can use them to your advantage. The connections that you make throughout your four years at college as well as after you graduate. Yeah, absolutely. And another pro would probably be scholarships. Most athletes get some sort of scholarship, at least at the Division One level. Now, that's what mainly we're talking about because Brad and I both played at the Division One level. If you're playing a sport like basketball or football, you're likely on a full ride, full scholarship. Everything's paid for. Tuition, books, your rent, your everything is paid for. So that's obviously a huge pro. You don't have to worry about taking out student loans. You don't have to worry about burdening your parents if you're fortunate enough to have your parents pay for college. You don't have to burden them. Everything is paid for. You can get your undergrad degree for free. That is a clear benefit to playing college sports. Now, a lot of sports in college don't offer you scholarships. I know some of the, the larger teams like lacrosse or swimming or, or even some football programs don't offer full scholarships to some of their players, then you go into a different, a different conversation and that benefit is obviously not there. Our fourth pro is time management. You develop that responsibility and commitment to your main hustle. Whether that's basketball, soccer, or lacrosse, you are committed to that program as much as possible. And afterwards, you learn all of those character traits that help build and make you the best productive, ambitious human being out there. I remember having a conversation with one of my professors in law school, and he told me he loves working with previous athletes in college because they have the dedication, they have the focus to make it after college. In college athletics, you're forced to manage your time because, I mean, from our experience playing basketball, on any given day, you have weightlifting sessions. You have training room time if you're injured. You got to watch film. You have practice. You have mandatory study hall, study hall. And on top of all of that, you have your classes. So you really don't have much time to do anything. So you are forced to manage your time to be able to get good grades, to be able to perform as well as you can on the court, and to stay healthy. If you aren't managing your time, one of those is going to suffer. You're going to get injured. Your grades are going to slip. And relate that to the real world. We all have a balance in our everyday lives. That's with our nine to five work job. That's with our personal relationships. That's with our family. That's with our fitness and our health and our social life. We all have to balance that. And having that experience in college, playing at that collegiate level helps you in everyday life. Yeah. And another pro, they talk about this a lot, or at least I've seen People talk about this in the past, and that's receiving feedback. Huge. A lot of people in the sports world call it, are you coachable? So can you receive feedback and how do you handle it? Does it carry you forward or does it take you a few steps back? And in sports, all you're doing is receiving feedback from your coaches. Now, playing sports allows you to get experience taking that. And in the real world, it's the same way. You're going to get feedback from your boss. You're going to get feedback from your significant others, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, and how you handle that and move forward is what really matters. And you get a firsthand experience doing that essentially in college if you're playing a sport. Certainly. 
So now that we laid out all the pros of playing college sports, let's briefly touch on the cons, because obviously there's always a negative attributes to doing something. So the first thing that comes to mind, you know, we talked about it at the first pro, but it's also, it's such a huge time commitment. You kind of lose that entire college experience that somebody may get that might not have to wake up at 5 a.m. for a cardio workout. They might not have to rush through the showers and make their 8.30 a.m. class and then go to lunch and lift, then have practice and then have study hall. It's a massive time commitment that you lose on a lot of those college experience that a lot of people who didn't play college sports or who don't play college sports at that time get to enjoy and get to experience throughout those four years. Yeah, I'm, that could be anything from joining a fraternity to joining any kind of club, radio club, film club, I don't know, doing anything. It could be playing Call of Duty for 24 hours straight. You obviously can't do that if you're playing a sport. If you want to sleep until noon on a Saturday because you went stayed out too late at a party, you can do that. Yeah, you could do all of all of those things that you know you are time restricted when you're an athlete and you don't even have the option to do them. And in that same vein is during the summers. Now, this depends on your sport because I know athletes who have free summers and winters. But I know when you play basketball, we had mandatory summer school. So we were required to be at the university over the summer to take classes and train. And also, basketball is a winter sport. So during winter break, we could only go home for a couple days. So obviously, you don't have the time to do internships. You don't have that much time to, to try your hand in different fields, take an internship at an investment bank, take an internship at a marketing company, take an internship and in a sales role, anything, which I think college students, if you're not playing a sport, have that opportunity, but you lose that depending on what sport you're playing. Basketball is, is what we're speaking of because that's our experience, but it's very difficult. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it is definitely difficult to be able to swing an internship if you are playing college basketball. And what does that build? That builds your resume. You have those four years of college, but if you're not getting adequate work experience, those potential jobs, firms, organizations that are gonna hire you, look at your resume and see that you don't have any work experience. So that obviously limits you. Sure, you played a division one sport. Sure, they're gonna see that, but you lack those opportunities that somebody that doesn't have that time commitment may be able to do during those summers. And that also prohibits you on figuring out what you want to do in your career. You know, finding out, do you want to be a lawyer? Do you want to be a doctor? You know, do you want to be a CPA? You name it, makes you focus straightly on the sport at hand, which obviously is not a bad thing, but it makes you make those decisions later in life. Yeah, most people don't know exactly what they want to do, but they figure out what they want to do by trying things and crossing things off the list. So if you have all that time in your summers and even time to do externships during the school year, then you can start crossing things off your list and get closer to finding out what you want to do. Now, an additional thing, which I didn't think about before we started this podcast, but I'm going to throw it in now, and that's studying abroad. I think studying abroad is huge. Getting the opportunity to travel and go to a different country and get immersed in their culture is a huge benefit to getting an undergrad degree. And if you're playing a sport, at least a cross-semester sport like basketball, you can't study abroad for a semester. You'll be cutting in on the season. You can't study abroad during the summer. 
because you have summer school. Now, don't get me wrong. There are exceptions. You can probably do it. Some programs would allow you to do it, but it would be difficult. And you don't want to show a lack of commitment to your program and your sports team. So a lot of people will veer away from taking so much time off training and doing something that may benefit benefit them long-term, like studying abroad, because their coach is going to look at it as a way of them not being committed to the team. If you got two people fighting for the same spot and one takes a three-month studying abroad trip and the other one's in the gym every single day training, which one do you think is going to have the better chance of playing that next season? The guy who's staying in the gym and not the one who's going abroad benefiting themselves and getting more of a, a cultural experience and college experience doesn't matter if, you, if your main goal is to get playing time the other person's going to win out so that's something that i didn't really think about before we started shooting this podcast oh absolutely and that's a hard realization to have in the moment to be able to make those decisions as a 19 20 21 year old kid and you know the chances of making it to the next level to play professionally in any type of sport are essentially slim to none and you don't really think about that when you're playing you know your first year in college or even when you graduate high school, you know, if you're really focused on playing professionally, that's all you can see yourself doing in the future. I mean, you and I, we had the vision that we were going to probably not make it to the NBA, but we at least thought we were going to play overseas for several years. I didn't even think that I was going to go to law school or go to graduate school straight out of college. I thought there was going to be some leeway that we were going to play professionally. And the chances of, you know, your normal individual college athlete playing professionally, it's hard. It's very, very difficult. And to have those early decisions made in college, I mean, that will impact you right when you graduate. Well, you you become very tunnel visioned, I think, when you play college sports, especially if you're p- playing a big sport where you have the opportunity or there's a chance that you can maybe play at the next level. Or you can potentially make money at the next level a lot of kids become tunnel vision. So that's all they think about. That's all they care about. They don't think about what they're going to major in. They don't care. They don't think about getting work experience because they're going to play in Europe for seven years and save so much money, and then they'll figure it out. When reality is, yeah, you may be able to play overseas for a couple of years, but your take-home pay is going to be slim to none. You're not going to make a lot of money. Yeah, you could, but the chances are very, very slim that you're actually going to do that. And to summarize of this topic, it's a lot better to have that life decision choice at age 22, 23, 24 versus when you're 29, 30, and 31. You stop playing professionally after barely making enough money and then you hit the real world and you're trying to apply for a job, but you have nothing you, you have nothing on your resume. You, you're trying to figure out really late in life when people at that stage have been in their career for five to six plus years. They already have an idea. They've already started their families. And it's a, it's a lot difficult. It can be done. Obviously, a lot of people do it. A lot of people do it very, very well. We both have friends and colleagues that have done that. But it's just a lot more difficult. And all of this is subjective. So we're not saying what you should do and what you shouldn't do. We're just throwing out the pros and the cons of playing a college sport. Every single situation will be different. If you decided to play overseas and you're 29, 30 years old and you're starting over, like that's fine. Like in your situation, if you're happy with that, that's great. You just need to weigh the pros and cons of everything, I think, before you make any decision like playing a college sport. So another con to playing college athletics is you have you don't have much of a focus on your academics. 
I know we talked a little bit about the career, but we didn't talk too much about your academics. So it is more difficult, obviously, because you're spending more time in the gym and more time doing your obligations that you have to do with the sports team. So you're obviously not going to be spending as much time in the classroom and studying. So your grades may suffer. You may not be able to get that 4.0, that excellent GPA. Now, it can be done. There are guys on my Vermont team who had 4.0 or 3.9 GPAs and were able to, to still perform fantastic on the court. But it is more difficult. So if you have goals to go to grad school, go to law school, go to med school, do anything that requires an additional degree where you're going to have to get into a different school and you don't have athletics on your side, then it's, it is more difficult to get a higher GPA when you're playing a sport. While we're going through these pros and cons, I just want to repeat that all of this is subjective. Everybody's situation is different. So it depends on the person for sure, but we just wanted to lay them out here in this podcast, the pros and the cons of playing college sports, and that's any sport, not just basketball, even though we both have experience playing college basketball. And we aren't telling you to not pursue your dream. We aren't telling you to not take that scholarship. This just might give you another outlook on what to look for and what to take out of college. You could go in and be the best student athlete you possibly can. We are just putting you on alert that maybe it might not be a bad idea to take that internship in college. Maybe it might not be a bad idea to see if you can study abroad. That doesn't mean that you don't have to play your sport. You can still play, but to have that balance is key. Yeah, balance is, is everything, and it all depends on the person and how much you love the game. That's something we didn't talk about as much, but if you don't really love the sport you're playing, you're not going to be very happy spending so much time in college playing that sport. Now, if you do love the game, then obviously those benefits are going to be more important to you than the disadvantages. But if you don't really love the game, you, may, you might want to rethink whether or not it would be beneficial for you to not play a sport and use that time elsewhere, doing other things that may help your life and help your career. It's just something to think about. Absolutely. But that wraps up episode five of the Millennial Lawyer Podcast. Boom. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you could give us a like, give us a share on social media, we would appreciate it. Once again, I'm Brendan Bald, and Brad Bald is my co-host. We're back. My new co-host. Thank you all again, and take care. See you guys.